Lion face, lemon face. Lion face, lemon face. Look good, feel good. <clears throat> Hello, greetings and good day. My name is Sav Chagrin, podcast industry megamind and president of the Podfix Network. I am also the genius behind the masterclass how to become an uber successful and enigmatically entertaining podcaster like all of the amazing members of the Podfix Network have done by listening to industry savant, Sav Chagrin. But you already know that, because we are starting week three of what our vice president of odds and ends is calling, the March Masterclass, when March Madness is so much more marketable. But I will talk with him later about that. Because in the end, if your show is not marketable, then how will you get great sponsors like Friendly Go Sleep Mats, Do Groom, or Box O'Meal? Or if you prefer more grassroots granola, a Patreon that Scrooge McDuck could swim in. Either way, to quote my friend Randy Moss, straight cash homie. That being said, listeners or sponsors or network executives won't get bewitched by your charming ways, unless you first love yourself. Take my network for example, the Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. And I'll be the first to admit, that is not something I can teach anyone. At the end of the month, you dear listener and viral podcast hopeful, will be provided the opportunity to learn all the lessons I can teach, just as our Podfix Nation has done. To receive your exclusive invite to this masterclass, one which I normally charge $1,000 per person, but you will get free of charge, make sure you subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you find the best podcasts in the world. Then, and this is important, make sure to rate and review our fine programming. Five stars will be fine, even though I assure you, you want to give it more. Five lucky go-getters will win Podfix Network prize packs including a mug, magnet, and stickers. Now without further ado, let's start to change your podcast life forever. So, I get the submission from Headline Heroes, and I'm like, I get it. Everybody has different things, and they probably don't know I'm a big collector, but if you listen to my show or know me personally, or even have been to the Podcast 42 studios, you know there's just pops everywhere. So I'm like, I, I, I sent them over a messenger. I said, hey, just want to thank you guys for the Headline Hero submission for August. Uh, really good stuff. You know, because the podcasts take time out of their day, and they give me clips, and they send it to me, and then I put it together. And it's a whole process, so... You know, when a show does that, I, I do appreciate the time they take. And then I, I, I show them a picture of just one wall in the studio. Now, there's, of course, four walls because, you know, it's a square and not a triangle studio, which I hear is quite popular in other parts of the world. But I do the square. I do the traditional square studio. Uh, I was thinking about doing an octagon studio, but, but never mind. So I send them a picture and it's 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 covered in pops. I send it to uh, Drew, Nathan, and Tanner, who do the Headline Heroes. And uh, they send me back a thumbs up. And I'm like, huh, that's not the response. I want it. So I sent them uh, a gif of a little kid smacking his head. And I say, ha ha. And then uh, Drew responds. He jumps on and says, uh, oh boy. And then he says, give me a second. And I'll find my unboxed pop that he talked about. He says, you got to keep it mint. I said, oh, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Well, maybe they, you know, maybe they changed their mind about the Funko Pops. 
And I say, well, I, you know, I'm just to make myself more human because Funko collectors can uh, not seem like all there. But I want them to know that my love for Funko doesn't make me crazy. So I said, well, I take them out of the box. I'm probably one of the few collectors that takes them out of the box. I take them out of the box and I put them in baseball bat cases to display them because I'm probably never going to sell them. And you can, there's so much detail on them that the collectors who keep them in the box, you're kind of, you're kind of missing out on a bunch of stuff, but whatever. So, uh, I get a message back that Drew is a bit of a purist and I'm like, okay, well that's, that's fine. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And, uh, they send a video walking through the house and then the video, they open the door and it's the closet and then shoved all the way in the back of the closet is this poor pop on his side in the dark in the box lonely and I just I want to go rescue it now I want to rescue the pop and I want to bring it back to the studio which is still a square and give it a proper home Podfix Nation, it's time for your mixtape for April of 2020, and I'm your host, Christopher DeVos. I'm currently in full quarantine costume. I have my sweatpants on, I have the same shirt on that I wore yesterday, and my hair is uncombed, which is a big deal for me because if there's one thing I always like to be is uh, with a presented head of hair that's combed. And it's uncombed. It's not even showered. But it it was showered yesterday. I'm not that bad. I'm not going weeks without a shower. I just just decided to record before I showered. But you don't care about that. So let's get into uh, this month's mix. Joe starts off this show by telling us uh, about his new found love for San Pellegrino soda water, which if you listen to my show, Podcast 42, and any of our live shows, you'll know I'm a big fan of the soda water, and my preferred brand is Bubbly. But hey, want to get another convert? You can start off with San Pellegrino. Sure, that'll work. Currently, I'm trying AHA, which is uh, Coca-Cola's version of the soda water. And they combine, theirs combines different flavors. So they don't have just like one straight up flavor. What I'm currently drinking is orange grapefruit. And it's okay. It's no bubbly. But, you know, what is? Believe it or not, I just found out bubbly is packaged by Pepsi. Who knew? I'm not a big fan of any Pepsi product, but... That bubbly, that hits the spot every time. So, Joe, you may want to go check out bubbly. You don't have to check out AHA. It's okay. It, it's it's okay. It's drinkable. I'm not complaining too much. But let's see what uh, Joe thinks about San Pellegrino. And uh, he also goes to Denny's. and has a what sounds like a horrible, terrible sandwich. But, you know, I'll leave that up to you.
next up as we continue down the hallway of the spooky and unnatural we turn the corner we can't find the bathroom and we accidentally stumble into a kid's room of this horror festival we are now going to explore the tale called the refrigerator two ghosts are having a conversation how did you die asked the first ghost i froze to death replied the second how did that happen asked the first well said the second ghost i accidentally got locked in the refrigerator once i was inside i couldn't open the door at first i just felt very cold then i started shivering i felt very sleepy and it was hard to think my arms and legs began to go numb and my heartbeat got slower and slower as my whole body started to freeze i slowly lost consciousness it was like falling asleep fortunately i died without suffering too much how about you how did you die well replied the first ghost i died of a heart attack i ate too much fast food chips and sweet things my arteries were clogged and i was very overweight so that's what killed you asked the second ghost not exactly said the first ghost i suspected that my wife was cheating on me one day i came home from work early to catch her with her boyfriend i saw a pair of men's shoes in the hallway so i knew he was in the house i rushed upstairs burst into the bedroom but my wife was alone i threw open all the wardrobes and checked inside i ran into the other bedroom and checked under the beds i hurried downstairs and checked the garage then i ran into the living room and checked behind the sofa after that i searched all the bathrooms but i couldn't find them anywhere with all that running around i suddenly felt a tightness in my chest and a shooting pain down my arm i broke into a cold sweat and it became hard to breathe then i collapsed on the floor it was incredibly painful in the end i lost consciousness and died the second ghost sighed why didn't you check the refrigerator Hey there, hello Podfix Nation, it's a new year, a new Supreme Commander has officially been sworn in, and once again, to everyone's disappointment, it was not Cobra Commander. A new smartly dressed Lady Gaga emerged from hiding to sing, and yet, new world, same old me. Which, my wife should know by now, yet she still expects me to perform tasks, not as she asked me to directly but as she wants me to now these are two very different things even though to your naked ears they may sound exactly the same for example the other day my wife sends me to the store to pick up dinner for her we only had one of the children with us the mother-in-law and the 92 year old grandmother along with myself two of the items requested are one zucchini and two squash she wants to grill them, however, Grandma doesn't like grilled vegetables, she likes fried vegetables. So I'm told we're going to fry some, squash, and then grill the rest of the vegetables. That's why we need one zucchini and two squash. Alright, no problem. So I go to Publix, which if you're unfamiliar, it's a big chain grocery store here in Florida. I go over to the produce section, I patiently wait for the people who are who like to park their shopping carts right in front of whatever item they need so no one else can get in and grab something that they need. Personally, I always park my cart away from the food so that more than one person can maneuver, but hey, that's just me. 
So the shopping cart food campers always take forever and they seem bothered that you're waiting to grab just like one zucchini to squash. They usually give you the, uh, uh, excuse me, like you're the one with the problem. So they finally move on and it's my turn to grab one zucchini and two squash. I notice that buying the vegetables individually is almost the same price as buying them in a package of several. This is probably most likely due to, to the fact that the individual ones are organic and the package ones are, uh, I don't know, like non-organic and covered in Raid Roach Spray or other pesticides or something. So I'm thinking to myself that the smarter purchase would be to buy the package. And then I'm also thinking to myself that the wife asked for one zucchini and two squash. So if I come home with a buttload of this stuff, she's going to be like, why did you buy all of this? This is all going to go bad. No one eats the leftovers here. No, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I made the executive decision and I decided to go with the packaged ones. It just, it made more sense money-wise. Plus free ray digestion in every bite, right? So I grabbed the package with the smallest amount of squash in it. There were uh, three of them in there. And I, in a package of zucchini, it looks like they would be like tweens in the zucchini world. They were not big, but they were not small. There was about five of them in the package. And I'm thinking it'll be okay. I'm only over my squash count by one and my zucchini count by four. But they're small zucchinis, so I'll, I'll take whatever heat for that really easily by explaining my thought process and the price difference and I'll, I'll come out the hero in the end. So cut to later in the day and we're walking down to grandma's house to cook. Grandma, grandma's house is only about six doors down. Grandma has a hard time walking. So dinner ingredients get trucked down there, cooked down there, not a big deal. The wife starts to unpack the items from the bags and then she calls me over and she asks, where's the rest of the squash? And I say, what do you mean? I, I, I got you an extra squash. And then I was going to explain about the pricing and the pesticides and ask why people in the South call it a buggy when it's clearly a shopping cart. And she just cuts me off. She says, I only see one squash. And I say, no, honey, there are three. You asked for two, but I, I bought three. They're right there, side by side in their little plastic bed covered in a warm saran wrap blanket and a cute little sticker on top that says squash in case you might think these are bananas for some reason. But she starts to get angry. She says, Chris, I asked you for two squash. I said, I know I bought three. There's a better price than two plus free pesticides on every bite. She says again, Chris, I asked you to buy two squash and you bought one. And I say again, actually three. You see them right there all snug together. The middle one is spooning the one on the right. So cute, right? She says again, no, Chris, you bought you bought one. I wanted two packages of squash. You bought one. I asked for two. And I, I'm like, what? She says again, two packages of squash. And then she's holding up the one package of squash like it's uh, Simba from the opening scene of The Lion King. I say, you said one zucchini, I bought you five. You said two squash, and I bought you three. You never said packages. And then she's like, who buys one zucchini and two squash to feed five people? 
I didn't even know they sold them separately. And I'm like, well, they do sell them separately. And next time, maybe you should specify the word package when sending me out. She's like, that's fine. It's fine. We just won't have enough. And of course, she's, you know, super frustrated. And I'm like, look, I won't, I won't eat any. I'm, I'm okay with that. You can stretch them out for everybody else. And she's like, no, I'll just cook what we got. And it is what it is. Next time, think about the number of vegetables versus the number of people. Like, I'm good at vegetable people math. But I wanted to reply, next time, go to the store yourself. But since I'm an experienced husband, level 12, those words stayed in my head and never once found their way across my lips. Take note, newly married husbands. But in the end, everything worked out because most of the cut-up zucchini and squash just fell through the grill grates anyway and down into the fire, being unconsumed by all except for the charcoal bricks since Grandma refuses to buy or even receive as a gift a gas grill. But on the bonus side, the vegetables that did survive the night tasted like lighter fluid. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. Do you like comedy? Do you like animals? What about science? Do you dig plants? What about writing, snacks, rambling, and rants? Filmmaking, improv, and interviews, Canadians, Australians, boating forecasts, and super reviews, perfectly big packages popping up, podcasts pointing people to discover other podcasts. Check out the Podfix Network, podfixnetwork.com. Plus, check out Podfix Presents, wherever fine podcasts are found. The Podfix Network, artist-owned and loved.